Welcome to this week's episode of the NACF Podcast, and our first episode of September 2020. On this week's episode, Pastor Parson talks about needing a break. And at first mention, you might think about a physical break. But what we often need on this walk is a breakthrough. Now, a physical break is just as important, but often what we first need is a spiritual break. Coming up. God to break some things in my life. I need God to break through some things for me. I need God to break some things off of me. I need God to break some things in me. I believe that he's going to lead me to First Chronicles 14 verse 10 and 11 and then we're going to go to Psalms 107 1 through 2 and then verse 13 through 16. We're going to track this thing to down today. Mm-hmm. Something, Something has to break. I need to talk to some folk that's desperate for some breakthrough. Something has That needs break. something to shift in your life. Oh, this word is for you. This word is for you today. It's for you. Something has Something has to break. Hallelujah. First Chronicles, it will be there for you on the screen. Let's stand in reverence to the reading of the word of God. In the New International Version, let's read together. So David inquired of God, shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? The Lord answered him, go, I will deliver them into your hands. So David and his men went up to Baal-perazim, and there he defeated them. He said, as waters break out, God has broken out against my enemies by my hand. So that place was called Baal-perazim. Psalms 107, 1 through 3 in the King James Version, 1 and 2 in the King James Version, says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. I'm glad I still got some praises in the house. For his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Going down to verse 13, it says, they, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Ah, oh, God praises for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he has broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Our topic this afternoon is God, I need a break. Something has to break. Something has to break. break kind of wish I had my dancers here this morning God I need a break and I know this may sound like the perfect topic before my long-awaited vacation and yes I need a break God I need a break but we all do we need a break from social distancing How many of y'all already need a break from school at home? (laughs) We need a break from mask and sanitizer. 
Some of y'all need a break from your family being in your face all day. We need a break from politics and stupidity. We sure need a break from police shootings and protests. God, I need a break from bills and responsibilities, from work and pressure, surrounded from spiritual warfare. Wouldn't it be nice if you could take a break? From spiritual warfare and from ministry, from church and community. God, I need a break. Somebody had settled for a coffee break. I show Reverend BJ, I need a tax break. Somebody would love a lunch break, a, a restroom break. There's some students already would love a study break. And we've been on a praise break. But God, I need a break. Yet none of that is what I'm talking about today. That's not the kind of break that I'm asking for. Now, I'll be asked this week, over and over again this week, I'll be 61 Thursday and over and over this week, I'm going to be asked about what I want for my birthday. But it's not about what I want. It's about what I need. And God, I need a break. I need God to break some things in my life. I need God to break through some things for me. I need God to break some things off of me. I need God to break some things in me. I believe that he's going to lead me through it. I, I need him to get me to it. I, I need him to do it right now. Something has to break. God, I need a break. Our theme for this season in this year of purpose. There's my Tony. It is in this year of purpose is walk it out. Walk it out. And for those of you that are still struggling with consistently doing what you are born and born again to do, what you are born and born again to be, I need you to ask yourself this question, what is hindering me from walking it out? I know what it is. It's my purpose. It's God's plan for my life. I know what to do, but walking in it has been a struggle. Because either I don't do it, or I don't do it well, or I don't keep moving in it, or I'm still acting like I don't know what it is. So let me remind you real quick of what you're supposed to be walking out. You are a gift. You are a gift. Maybe you're that gift that's the apostle. The ones who are sent with great power to establish churches. Or maybe it's a prophet who can hear specific messages from God and tell us what he said. Maybe your gift is that you're an evangelist or you're the gift. You're the evangelist that have that greater ability to tell others the good news and to get people saved. Or you're a pastor. Those are those of us who have long-term responsibility over a group of believers and their spiritual growth. Maybe it's a teacher. That's those of you who are amazing at teaching the word of God or teaching other life changing lessons or maybe if you go into Romans chapter 12 it says if your gift is prophesying then prophesy tell us what God said if it's serving then serve you might call it being that background purpose if person if it's teaching then teach find you a classroom or a community group or a topic or do a seminar Instagram Twitter Facebook blog write something but teach if it is to encourage then give encouragement open your mouth and find some to encourage start at home start at work start in your neighborhood start on social media if it's giving the bible says give generously you know you feel it you know who needs it if you don't know who needs it we need it go to newantioch-aliante.org and give if that is your if that is your gift if it's to lead it says do it diligently do what leaders do we will also move now into our time of giving 
our time of giving tithe. Tithing, we believe here, is for worshipers only. It is a part of our worship. It is a part of what we do in our obedience just to show God that we are obedient and that we love him. There are three ways that you can give to our guests that have joined in. We are grateful that you are here and welcome into this place. You too also can give as those give that are members of our ministry. Three ways to give. You can give online at nuantia-aliante.org. Push the donate button and follow the prompts. Second way you can give is through text. Text 77977 to New Antioch, all one word, and follow those prompts. And then you can also give through the standard mail system. Our address will, will be in the comments. It's 2550 Nature Park Drive, North Las Vegas, Nevada, 89084. We are grateful for those who continue to give, grateful for your obedience in giving. Influence people, get the job done, get people involved, develop people. If it's to show mercy, the Bible says do it cheerfully, feed them, help them, cry with them, show mercy. And then there's another set of gifts. It says one of you get a, got through the spirit, gets a message of wisdom, a word of wisdom. You know something in the future and you know the right thing to do. So you tell it to us, please tell us or tell that person. Somebody else gets a message of knowledge, a word of knowledge. You know something in the past or the present. You don't know why you know. Just all of a sudden you know and you're to tell that person. Tell them what's going on. To the another faith by that same spirit. That's the ability to receive miracles. You just believe God for things. You just know he's going to do it. To another it's gifts of healing that you can lay hands or speak to the sick and they recover without any medical intervention. To another miraculous powers. You not only receive miracles but you actually work miracles. To another prophecy that ability to speak messages from God to another the distinguishing of spirits you can see into the spirit realm you see angels and you see demons and you see the glory of God somebody else is a gift because they can speak in different kinds of tongues for the purpose of getting a message from God and then another person has the interpretation of tongues you're here to tell us what was just said in tongues you are a gift this is your purpose there are other gifts like music like intercession like missions, uh, like administration, like dealing with children or youth or dealing with the seniors or dance or writing or acting or the use of technology. And if none of those things fit you, here's what your gift is. Lead people to Christ's change and purpose. If you don't know no other purpose, how about leading people to Christ's change and purpose? And the Bible has a whole nother list of stuff that everybody can do. Feed the hungry. Give drink to the thirsty. House the homeless, clothe the needy, look after the sick, visit the prisoners, tell people about Jesus. We call that evangelism. Meet the needs of people. We call it ministry. Be a family. Love on people. Love them like you love yourself. We call that fellowship. Teach people how to walk with God. We call that discipleship. Love on God every day and just do what he tells you to do. We call that worship. If you do anything and everything on that list, do that and you're good so if you're not actively consistently and excellently walking it out then what is hindering you what gets in your way may I suggest that there's something that has been established between where you are and where or what you want to get to Give a holler out to Marias. I stole some of this from Marias. What are you trying to get to? Because for some of you, it's more than just purpose. For some of you, it's not only purpose, but it's prosperity that you're trying to get to. Power. We're going to talk about that this week in prayer week. Or people that you're supposed to be ministering or connected to. For some of you, it also includes being spiritually excellent. Being financially set. Being physically fit. Being emotionally stable. Being mentally sound. Being relationally fruitful. Being socially connected. And so, this 
is where you are. And there's something established between where you are and where you're trying to be. There's something between where you are and what you want to get to. This is where you are. This is what you're called to. This is your past present. But this is your present future. This is where you've been. But this is where God says that you're going. This is your I be. This is your should be. But there's something established between where you are and what you're trying to get to. I can't get there because of this thing that has been established that I can't seem to make it through to get from where I am, where I've been, where I've been stuck, what I've been doing to what God has for me to get to purpose, to get to my prosperity, to get to my power, to get to the right people, to being physically fit, emotionally stable, financially set. I get there's something that has been established between what I've been doing and what I'm called to do. That thing that is hindering you Established. It's, it's been established. Established means having been in existence for a long time and therefore is recognized and generally accepted. It's been established. It's been accepted. It's been there. It's it's, it's in our heart. It's in my mind. It's in my emotions. It's in my life. And we have accepted some things that keep us from getting to where God has ordained us to be. So in order to get to where we want to be, where we're called to be, where we're preordained to be, in order to get to what has been provided for us, we are going to have to break through this thing that has been established. Somebody said, God, I need a break. We have to break through this thing that's been established. So King David gives us some insight on how to get a break. He called it a breakthrough. So here's the story. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed to be king over all Israel, the Bible says they went up full force to search for him. The Philistines are still mad because David has beat them up a little bit too much and beat them up too many times. So they're going to go. Oh, David going to try to be king over Israel. Uh -uh, we, we ain't having him. We don't like him. And so they, they on their way to meet David. Well, David hears about it, and he went out to meet them. This boy just loved to fight. Who was y'all? Who was that? That was you in the neighborhood. Oh, you? They coming to get me? <laughs> Here I am. They were like, oh, they, oh, they, they coming to get me? <laughs> Oh, I'm going to come get them. He said, David just loved to fight. You looking for me? Here I am. Here I am. Come on, Cletus. Come on. Come on. Ain't nothing but a short walk. You're going to limp back. You're going to walk over, but you're going to limp back. I ain't no easy win. Come on, Cletus. David like, come on. 
So now the Philistines had come and they had raided the valley of Rephaim. So they already coming in. They attacking David already. And the Bible says David inquired of God. Shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? Now notice this. Even though David is ready to fight. He asked God about it first. And he ain't already got up. I'm going to come and look for me. Come on, let's go. Okay, wait a minute. God. Shall I get them? Shall I get them? Are you going to deliver them into my hands? So you have to find out if where you want to be and what you're trying to get is in the will of God. Because maybe you haven't gotten your break because you haven't asked God if this was something that you should pursue. You guys say, God, is this mine? But before you jump into this stuff, because some of this stuff goes with some responsibility. God, is this my is, is this my purpose? Is, is this am I supposed to be prosperous? Am I supposed to be financially set and mentally set? God, is it am I supposed to have this power? You might need to ask God, is this something that I'm supposed to pursue? Save yourself some time and stop chasing stuff that God has not released for you to have. I'm going to say that three times because that's going to save somebody. Some of y'all been tied up in relationships for five years. Some of y'all been tied up on a job for the last three years. Some of y'all have wasted four years getting a degree in an area that God hadn't called you to. Before you waste some time, let me tell you now, save yourself some time and stop chasing stuff God has not released for you to have. Child, stop chasing stuff God has not released for you to have stop chasing stuff that God has not released for you to have so David said am I supposed to get them and so God says go I will deliver them into your hands so David and his men went up to Baal Perazim and he defeated them there he defeated them and he said ah as the waters break out God has broken out Against my enemies by my hand. So he called that place Baal Perazim. Baal Perazim means Lord of the breakthrough. It means the Lord who breaks out. I like this one. It also means the master of the breakthroughs. He's the master of the breakthroughs. It means master of outbursts. It means Lord of breaking through. I came by this afternoon to tell you that God has the power to break through whatever it is that has been established between where you are and where you want to get to. I feel it in this room. Holy Spirit move. When you have your way, something has to break Barriers. Barriers. Barriers keep things in and keep things out. Barriers are usually set up by someone for a purpose. And the devil has set a barrier that is not supposed to be crossed over. It is intended to keep you separated. You see, this barrier keeps us separated. It keeps the people separated from what God has for them. It is intended to keep you separated. That's what barriers are for. You're not supposed to cross over them. Look, y'all, if you feel like you've been kept out of a place. Feels like I've been kept out of a place. If you only get so far and then all progress is stopped. Who am I talking to? I only, I get so far and then it just stops. I get so far spiritually and it seems like it just stops. I get so far financially. And it seems like there's a barrier. I can't seem to make more than this much money. I, I get so far with, with my health. But my weight loss. Then it seems like there's this barrier that I can't get through. If you get so far and all progress stops, if it feels like you're being kept from having access 
to something you desire. If your life seems to be lived in limits. Like, like my whole life is lived within limits, then you most likely have a barrier that's been established between where you are and what you're trying to get through. But God is a God who breaks through barriers. For David, the Philistines were a barrier to his kingdom. They were not going to let him be king. And somebody, the devil has already said, I'm not going to let you be king. I'm not going to let you be prosperous. I'm not going to let you be healthy. I'm not going to let you be happy. And you, I, I've set this barrier. So God had to break through the barrier that they were trying to establish. And I came by, I need you to know that the power of the Holy Spirit can and he will break through every barrier that has kept you limited. I don't care how long it's been. You have to say, God, I'm tired of living over here. I'm tired of living within limits. I know that you're calling me there. I need a break. Break barriers. Break yokes. Often when God spoke of blessing and freeing his people, he used the term breaking yokes. A, a yoke is a device that was created for oxen. It, it made them plow straight. It was heavy and it was placed on the neck. <clears throat> and it connected them to usually another animal. And when they wanted to go their own way, that yoke would keep them from getting away. So the term yoke then in the Bible became an analogy to being bound and controlled by something that prevented your freedom, that prevented you to go your own from going your own way. It represented being tied to something and being weighted down. So a yoke is, is a restrictive and a burdensome thing. And God in the Bible, he specialized and he still does in breaking and destroying yokes. He said that if we would fast correctly, that a good fast would break yokes. It would break that thing that feels like it's on your neck that's restricting your freedom. He said also that the anointing would destroy the yoke. Look at, watch this. Look at Isaiah 10 and 27. In the King James Version, it says, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken off your shoulder and his yoke from off your neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So let's look at it in the NIV. In the NIV, he says, in that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. Some say because of the fatness. So when I used to study this, I thought, well, maybe it was a play on words because anointing came from oil. And of course, the fat is oily. And, and maybe that's the connection that they made because of the fatness. But, but the anointing is just the power, the presence, the approval of God. It, 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 the, the, it, it, it grows you. It, 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 it makes it. We talk about fat. You're fat with the anointing. You, you, you have this grace to, to just be bigger than, than you really are. And, and so, so the thing then that is hindering me can no longer fit me because of the anointing in me see sometimes your break comes from the inside out and I wish I had time to explain this so you're gonna have to just catch it in the spirit and just tell the devil I'm too anointed for this that's how some of your breaking is going to come. Is that, that yoke is on you, but you've grown too fat in the anointing. You've grown, I'm too anointed for this. You can't stick, you can't put this yoke on me. It don't fit. I've gotten too big in the spirit. I'm too anointed for this. And God said again. So what our problem is, the reason we don't get as much breaking, the reason we just can't pray for people and things break, the, the reason that we can't pray for ourselves and have things break, he said, because you haven't done what it takes to be anointed. We are too carnal. We're too fleshly. 
We're too worldly. We don't spend enough time pursuing spiritual things. And we spend way too much time paying attention to the things of this world. TV and social media and working day in and day out and getting a bunch of stuff and having a bunch of fun and just, just doing stuff for your flesh, just doing stuff. For your some of us, our break will come from becoming so fat in the anointing that the yoke breaks because it's not strong enough to hold us anymore. It's your consecration. It's your prayer life. It's your fasting. It's your giving up worldly things that has your break. In other words, I'm too anointed for pornography. I'm too anointed for fornication. I'm too anointed for depression. I'm too anointed for anxiety. I'm too anointed for cussing and fussing. I'm too anointed for falling and failing. I'm too anointed for tripping and dipping and slipping. My anointing is my break. I'm too anointed for this. I ain't dealing with this foolishness. I'm too anointed for this. My anointing is my break. Yokes break because of the anointing. Somebody say, God, I need a break. Barriers, yokes, chains. What are you chained to that you can't break free from? T.D. Jakes told a story of this dog who was chained to a post. He put a post in the ground, sturdy. And then they would chain the dog to it. The chain gave him enough running room, but he couldn't get too far away from that post. And so every time he saw something that he wanted and he'd go after it, that chain would snap him back to that post. But one day the dog saw something that he wanted so badly that his desire for it was stronger than that chain. This time, when he went after it, instead of the chain snapping him back, the chain itself snapped, and he was free to pursue his desire. And sometimes what hinders your break is that you haven't found that thing that you desire more than what you've been chained to. But today, as the Spirit moves and empowers you, something has to break. He's a chain breaker. There's a song by Zach Williams. And the song says, if you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice tell you the same old lies, if you're trying to fill the same old holes inside, there's a better life. He said, if you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost... He's a way maker. If you need freedom or saving, he's a prison shaking savior. Have you got chains? He's a chain breaker. Somebody say, God, I need a break. Barriers, yokes, chains, bonds, or bands. A bond is something that holds you. It holds you bondage. Bondage. You're, you're held without freedom of movement. And bands, and I put them both up here because bands are actually the vehicle that is sometimes used to bond people. They put bands on them. When you have bands on, for example, let's say you got bands on that are holding your wrist together so you can't use your arms or your hands. I feel like my hands are tied. When it comes to this kid, feels like my hands are tied. When it comes to this problem, it feels like my hands are tied. When it comes to this illness, feels like my hands are tied. When, when it comes to this job, when it comes to this situation I, I'm in, it just feels like 
My hands are tied. Bands not only render you helpless, but a band bonds you to yourself. You see, chains bind you to something outside yourself. But bonds bind you to yourself. Pastor Kevin preached last week about pressing. He said, I got to press past myself. I have to be broken free from myself. It's not what I'm chained to. It's that I've been bonded. I have some bands on and I've been banned to myself. My old ways. My stinking thinking. My pride. My control. The enemy may be the one who tied me up, but he's tied me to myself. But the writer of Psalms 107 declares that God has broken their bands. He said when they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and he broke their bands asunder. Places in the Bible where God promises to break yokes. He also lets them know that he breaks the bands of wickedness that he breaks the bands that have been put on us by the enemy so God I need a break I need a break from my own self I need a break from so from feeling like my hands are tied so God I need a break something has to break barriers yokes chains bands wheels we are free will beings and in order to get some of us to where we're supposed to be and to what we're supposed to have your stubborn will has to be broken the flesh is stubborn but it's the other side of you no one can make you do anything no one can make you do anything so if they hold a gun on me, even if they hold a gun on you, they can't make you do it. You can just tell them you're going to have to shoot me because I'm not doing it. Even when you grab a kid and feel like you're making them do something, or somebody grabs your body and feel like you're making them do something, they're really not doing it because you never got their will. That's why that little boy said, I'm sitting down on the outside, but I'm still standing up on the inside. Because no one can make you do anything but God and he refuses to. So when you can't make you stop. You can't make you put it down. When you can't make you shut up. When you can't make you do right. When you can't make you get up and work out. You can't make you love them. You can't make you stop spending money. When you can't make you eat right. You can't make you forgive. You can't make you have to stop controlling everything. When you feel helpless with you. That means your will needs to be broken. Who am I talking to? Jesus in the garden was about the breaking of his will. We can make it pretty if we want to, Ross. But the truth of the matter is, Jesus didn't want to do it. Oh, we worship him. Oh, God, you just thought I was worthy. You thought I was worth saving. And you just gave your life. And that, that. But let's tell the truth. The Bible don't hide nothing from us. And then let him know he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. And the father wasn't going to make him do it. That's why we love him. Because the father wasn't going to make him do it. He didn't want to do it. The father wasn't going to make him do it. But he knew it was right. 
He knew this was what he was born to do. He knew his father was not going to change the plan. He knew that there was no plan B. So he kept travailing in prayer. He kept going back into prayer until his will broke. God, I need a break and I'm going to keep going back in prayer. Who am I talking to? I'm going to keep going back in prayer until I get a break in my will. God, I need a break. I'm helpless with me. I need to break my will. I'm going to travail here in prayer if Jesus had to do it. It took the son of God an hour. So it might take you a couple of months. But you stay in the place of prayer until your will breaks. And parents, just so you know, God can break the will of a stubborn child. Yes, he can. Spouses, just so you know, God can break the will of a stubborn mate God can break the will of a boss God can break the will of a banker Ronnie. <laughs> God can break the will of people <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want to say it on, 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 on yeah. God can break the will God can break the will of anyone else who is standing between where you are and what you're supposed to have. So, God, I need a break. Barriers, yokes, chains, bands, wills, curses. Generational ones or ones that have been spoken over you. Y'all, witchcraft is real. We are talking about the other day. Witchcraft is real. It's just powerless over us. But if we're not careful and aware of it, it may have an effect on us. So I ask you this question. Who is speaking into your life? Who's controlling you? All of you that have the need for approval. And the fear of rejection. You're opening yourself up to a spirit of witchcraft. Because all witchcraft is, is, is a controlling spirit. Is there someone who has put a word into action over your life? Is there somebody that has put a word into action? Over your life. And are you complicit? In other words, have you repeated over your life what the enemy said to you? Here's a revelation for you. The reason the devil likes to keep talking. Remember we, we got to that thing to tell the devil to shut up because he always got something to say. The reason the devil likes to keep talking is because faith comes by hearing. We, we, we know that in the positive faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how can they hear unless them, they've been preached to and how can they preach unless they preach all that whole kind of thing. But, but things that, 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 that are, are, are put into the universe that are put in certain laws or just in practice in the universe. And the devil has figured, see, the devil figures the Bible out and he knows the Bible better than y'all do. And he believes it more than we do. And so he said, huh, faith comes by hearing. So if I keep talking to them and get them to believe, if you believe what you hear, and if those speaking against you continue to have permission to operate in your atmosphere, that's the only way witchcraft can work on us is if you got somebody that has spoken a word over you and you continue to let them operate in your atmosphere we have had people that were sent to the church simply to speak against the church we had to get them up out of this atmosphere if you believe it and you hear those things you're going to continue 
to struggle with getting from where you are or, or getting to what or where you want to get to. You're going to struggle with it because you have allowed words to live in your atmosphere because curses have been legally broken by the blood curses have been legally broken by the blood of Jesus every curse is broken by the blood of Jesus but you have to break them in the atmosphere of your life I'm sure what I'm talking about Isaiah 54 17 no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper and then we stop there that ain't all that scripture said it said no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment they say he would condemn it then what is it it says you will condemn Every tongue that rise against thee in judgment, thou shall condemn. Well, let me say it in NIV terms so that's y'all can understand. It says, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. You refute it. God breaks curses. They were broken at the cross. So if you find yourself fighting against something you don't understand, ask God if there's a word out against you. Ask God to reveal to you the stuff that is fighting you simply because it fought your mama, because it fought your family, because it fought all those generations. Ask God what you're saying and to curse yourself and then you refute it. You condemn it. You speak against it. You rebuke, you rebuke it. God, I need a break. The break comes out of your mouth. The generations, the devil is going to try to, to act like Jesus never broke the curses over your life. So if it attacked your mama and your mama's mama and her mama, it's going to come after you. If it was in your daddy's family line, it's going to come after you. And sometimes you're fighting stuff and don't even know where it came from. But you refuted. Y'all seen generations? This mama had a, a baby as a teenager, and so her mama raised that baby. And then when that baby grew up, she had a baby. And then the mama that didn't raise her uh, raised her baby. And then, uh, then the next generation, that baby. Hey, y'all seen families like that? Every generation, same thing. The daddy went to jail because the granddaddy went to jail. And now the nieces and all the nephews and nieces and nephews are going to jail. And then all their kids going to jail. It's just that constant. They sold drugs, and they was in the game. And then this next generation sold drugs, and they in the game. And then Dre, hey, all that stuff. He, he wants... He wants to act like God didn't break curses, but he did. But you have to refute it. Somebody say, God, I need a break. Barriers, yokes, chains, bands, wheels, curses, cycles. Cycles. That's stuff you do over and over again. For those of you, some of y'all in relationship cycles, you get celibate, you get on fire for God, then you get distracted, so then you get lonely, so then you fall in love again, and then you sin with that person, and then you repent, and you get back right, and you live celibate for a while, and on fire for the Lord, then you get distracted again. And you get lonely again. And you fall into love again. So you fall into sin again. And then God come get you and you repent again. And you repeat. Repent. Repeat. Repent. Repeat. Cycles. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Fill in the blank. Whatever your situation is. Whatever your thing is. That keep going back around. That you repent. Repeat. Get on fire for God. Everything is lovely, and then you mess up, and you repent, and then you repeat. Repent, repeat, repent. Some of y'all been living this way for the last 15 years. Repent, repeat, repent, repeat. <laughs> Family cycles. Repeat every generation. Every generation after generation. 
Some of y'all have yearly cycles. You fall into the same stuff every year. You have the same New Year's revolution because there's no resolution. It's just a revolution. You got the same stuff on your resolution list that was on there last year. My weight been on my New Year's resolution for the last, as far as I can remember, long as I can remember. It just, it just cycles, cycles. Habits are just cycles that happen every day. God can break habits too, because all a habit is is a cycle. That is new. You do it every day. So now it's formed a pattern in your brain. So you don't even have to think about it. I turn the TV on. I want to eat. Why? Because I've done it every day. It's a cycle. I see it. I'm one of them seafood diet people. I don't even want it till I see it. They made commercials for people like me. Didn't even have a taste for it till I saw it. Because it's in my brain now. You see it. You eat it. Cycle. Habit. Pick up the cigarette. It's Friday night. Got to have some wine, some beer. Got to go to the club. Cycle. Cycle. Now it's your, now it's your habit. Get lonely. Watch some porn. Now it's a habit. It's a daily cycle. It's formed a pattern in your brain. And if salvation didn't take it out... Because something salvation takes instantaneously. If salvation didn't take it out, then it has to be broken. It's broken with the renewing of your mind. God can completely reprogram your mind. God can completely reprogram your mind. Something has to break. Y'all put me in the right key. Something has to break. God can completely reprogram your mind. Something has to break. Whatever it is that is keeping you from purpose. God, break these cycles in my life. Whatever it is that's keeping you from being where you want to be and having what you want to have, declare something has to break. It's keeping you from what God has preordained from you. Tell him, God, I need a break. He is the Lord of the breakthrough. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash a-l-i-a-n-t-e if you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry you can do so by texting new antioch to 77977 for aliante campus or for central campus that's new antioch central at 77977 thank you